Hi, everybody. I am Deacon Dave, along with my co-host, Alicia Soto, and we have made it to the last day of the first month of this 365 days. Isn't yes. that amazing? Day 31. And the title for today's episode is Great Turmoil. Mm. So we're going to talk about some of the stuff that's going on in the world today. And the word of the day is pastoral, which is, as a deacon, um, I'm called to be pastoral. And I think it's very, it can be very challenging if we're busy and there's a lot of noise to be pastoral. Mm -hmm. And so we have to just kind of settle in, right, and encounter whoever it is that we're dealing with in that moment. Mm -hmm. And take time. That's why I think starting everything out with someone in prayer is so important, Alicia, mm -hmm. because if you don't, you don't still yourself. You don't call God into the situation. And your ability to be pastoral is going to go mm -hmm. right down the chute. Right? And so that's really important. But in today's episode, and I know why you gave this one to me, Cardinal Sarah, he strikes hard at the critical point uh, of what's going on in the church today. This desire to change the truth as found in Jesus Christ and handed down through the magisterium of the church. You know, this is creating a lot of turmoil on a variety of different fronts throughout the church. And as I reflected on this, right, this great turmoil likely starts, you know, right in the heart of each one of us, right? And then it's fed by the noise of the world that seeks to inflame these agenda, agendas that are contrary to the one truth, who is Jesus Christ. Before I really had a relationship with God, Alicia, my understanding of right and wrong was certainly jaded. My, my conscience, it wasn't fully formed, but since converting to Catholicism, this forming of my conscience over these many years, a slow and gradual process, right, which is why we need to get away to spend time with God, my conscience in its formation has increased greatly over the last 28 years. But even so, the Lord continues to illuminate areas in my life that were previously darkened. There's still doors open. There are little tiny doors sometimes, right? But they're opening up to something that, that needs to be redeemed and resurrected, right? And it would be easy to turn away from this process and back to the relativism of the world, okay, in a lot of cases, because that would be easier. But for me, that's not an option. It's I'm all in on God. And, there's, and, and, and that's just the way it is, right? doesn't mean that I'm not going to struggle, you're not going to struggle, that the people listening aren't going to struggle, okay? But the bottom line is, is we have to keep moving forward, exercising the truth, because as we said in a previous episode, that's where freedom is found. Right. Boy, that was like a monologue. I guess I should <laughs> let, let Alicia say something. <laughs> so when I thought about um, this particular um paragraph, you know, I, I think about how blessed we are as mm -hmm. Catholics to have our priests, our bishops, you know, right, that because without them, we wouldn't have the most important thing, um, the source and summit of our Christian faith, right? And that's the Eucharist. The Eucharist. Um, we wouldn't have that. And so just to think not to be able to have that is just I, I, I couldn't even imagine, right? Well, because it's so important um, for me. But I also have to remember that they are men, right? They're human beings just like all of us, and we're all going to have off days. The way that I could support, right, um, the clergy, the priests, the deacons, is by praying for them. Mm -hmm. um, because I think that they, um, 
you know, it's it's a constant struggle. It has to be because Satan has to be on their back consistently because he knows how close they are to Jesus and how they feed his people, right? And how they minister to his people. And it has to be a struggle. I could not imagine it. So I pray for my priests and my deacons, the bishops, all clergy every morning because I know it's so important. Thank you. Because um, we do need to pray and we need to pray for one another, right? right. Um, our families and, and, and those people that we know because prayer the collective power of prayer is is real, right? God right. hears us speaking to him right. um, in the silence of our prayer. So here's the takeaway question, Alicia. Are there parts of your life where you're living out a relative truth? Okay, that in the depth of your heart, you know that there's something you're doing, okay, or believe that is contrary to the truth of what Jesus has handed down in the church teaches. Now, we've all probably been there at one time in our lives, and I can tell you it is only in the silence, in the deepening relationship with Jesus himself, that this truth can come to bear in our hearts. Because on our own, clearly, it doesn't. Right. right? And so let's close in prayer. I'm taking a moment like Alicia. I come, O Lord, unto your sanctuary to see the life and food of my soul as I hope in you, O Lord, inspire me with that confidence, which brings me to your holy mountain. Permit me, divine Jesus, to come closer to you, that my whole soul may do homage to the greatness of your majesty, that my heart, with its tenderest affections, may acknowledge your infinite love, that my memory may dwell on the admirable mysteries here renewed every day, and that the sacrifice of my whole being may accompany you. Amen. Well, that's a wrap for January. We will see you next month. Bye.